I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast, where we talk about the ultimate life hack of self-awareness plus intentional living. It's an empowering journey, but don't worry, I keep you humble by remembering God is in control. And boy, do I have an episode for you today. This is a conversation uh, we brought in guest Danny Sumner and talking about a different perspective on me time. We're continuing that theme today um, from last week, but this is a different thought that me time sometimes needs to be more than just you. And there is so much power in having someone to share with and open up about and not just continually bottling up all of this mom junk we carry in our minds and our hearts and it just builds and builds and it's got to go somewhere. So listen in to this episode. There is so much fire. You're going to write, want to write down some things on this. And I'm just really excited for you to hear this and just receive this permission to change your outlook of me time and the impact it's going to have on you and your family. So get ready. Here we go. All right. Welcome to the podcast. I am so excited for our conversation today. So I am going uh, to let you introduce yourself. So tell us your name and your podcast and a little about you. Awesome. Hey, Julie, thanks for having me on. Hi, you guys. So I'm Danny Sumner. My podcast is a holy mess podcast. And uh, truly, honestly, I mean, I help people. My goal really is to help humanity shut off the stigma of their struggles, <laughs> shame, uh, any anything that they're walking through, just kind of help people live boldly into who they were created to be by our creator and have fun doing it. I mean, that's so anyways, I'm still trying to figure out who I am, but I love it and I'm, I'm loving the journey. So thanks for having me on. Yes. I love that. Awesome. Well, I have an out of the box episode for you guys today with Danny, just bringing you, um, a different piece and a part of, we're going to continue this theme of me time and a part of me time that you may not necessarily think about, um, But as moms, we can feel so isolated, especially in those early years. And our me time might need to include other people. Hmm. We might need some community to fill that particular cup. You may be trying to fill it in other ways and you're not, you're still missing something. And so I just want to put it out there today that other people and community can help fill your cup as well. And your me time isn't necessarily just you. So I'm going to let Danny kind of speak to this a little bit, maybe a few examples, since this is a little out of the box of just, this is not your stereotypical, um, me time of hiding, like in a room and reading a book or, um, going for a walk or whatever, like just some examples where we're with other people. So yeah. Tell us what, what you think some of those might be. Yeah. I love that. I love this subject for so many reasons. I mean, I love the power of community. I believe that we were created to live in community with one another. And I know, especially young moms. I mean, I, you know, I was there not too many years ago. My kids are 15 and 13, but I'll tell you what, when my kids were young, I was exhausted. I mean, in every way, (laughs) emotionally, spiritually, mentally, like even if they were at school, I just felt guilty that I wasn't doing stuff 
around them? Why was I not meal planning or why was I not, you know, doing all these things that, you know, the world quote unquote puts on us, right. Where it's just my own, (laughs) it's my own demons in my head trying to condemn me and hurt me. And, you know, and I think the devil is real and he's trying to derail us from all the hope and all the joy and all the peace and all the purpose, you know? And Mm -hmm. so this whole power of community has been um, huge in my life. And part of that is the me time is, is being in solid relationships with other people that are like-minded that think like me, that have my same belief in Jesus and that can empower me speak life. And that frankly, I can be real with, right. (laughs) I don't want to just talk about soccer practice. I want to talk about, I want to be able to vent so that I don't vent on my kids or my husband. (laughs) Right. Like, I think that's really important. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's really important just to have safe spaces to share and to be honest with, right. So that we're not venting things that we shouldn't on our kids or our husbands. (laughs) They have no, you know, it's not their fault Mm -hmm. that we're struggling. So, yeah. So when you asked me if I would uh, speak on that, I was like, heck yeah. Cause that's my passion. And, you know, you joked about filling our cup up with all the good things I was in my head. I was thinking, man, when my kids were like little, little, I was filling my cup up with like half a glass of wine because to have peace and, and and not like, you know, have my anxiety lashing out on them or so I could actually go on a play date (laughs) to the park. Cause Mm -hmm. all these moms, I felt like just wanted to talk about the kids and, you know, I was struggling with things in my life and in my heart. And, you know, I don't know about your listeners, but for me, when I started having kids, that's when a lot of kind of the, the drama and the trauma of my childhood and life kind of started sprouting up. And so to know that I wasn't alone and to bring that into the light with community, it's what helped heal me. It's what Jesus used. I mean, you know, what's that scripture? Galatians 6, 2, carry one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And part of that is us showing up and carrying each other, but also allowing someone else to carry our burdens in that community and and that sort of thing. So good. Yeah. So just being open to be vulnerable and invite others in, and that we're always, I think, afraid of being judged as moms and we're critical of ourselves and worried that everyone else is viewing us that way too. And so just to like bring down that wall to realize we're all in the same boat totally. <laughs> and struggling with the same issues. So can we just push that aside and be able to be vulnerable and open up and go together in maybe it's joint walks together, or get involved in a small group with some other trusted women, just seeking out opportunities, however creative you want to make it, um, to experience that real life. I, I love real impactful conversations, not just fluff talk. And that's, that's, what's going to lead more to a fulfilling me time and something that has impact. Um, totally, totally. Your life. Well, and, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's interesting. Cause I don't know about you, but when I'm with a group of women, And if I, if I don't know everybody really well, it tends, you know, I think women tend to stay at the surface a little bit. And, Mm -hmm. but as soon as someone takes the dive and pulls off the bandaid and is like, this is a really hard season of parenting. Like I'm actually not liking parenting right now. That doesn't mean anything negative about our kids. Doesn't mean anything negative about us. It's a season. It's, it's a, it's a moment. It's a feeling, right. And we don't need to believe everything we feel or everything that we think, but the reality Mm, is it's poisoning us if we don't get it out. Right. And so just saying it sometimes frees us. And it's like, well, actually I am okay. I actually, I'm actually enjoying some components of it. It's just, you know, 
85% I'm struggling with. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that was so powerful. I'm not going to phrase it right, but we don't need to believe everything we feel or say what you just said there. Yeah. I, huge. <laughs> oh my gosh. I actually have it up in my office. I don't need to believe everything I feel. And I definitely don't need to believe everything I think. That's not the reality. It's not the truth. I mean, our feelings and our thoughts can be so powerful and pervasive at times, but the reality is they're just a thought. It's just a feeling, right? And sometimes our thoughts drive our feelings, right? And that's, that's dangerous territory. We have to be really, you know, really uh, aware. And part of being aware is voicing it and getting it out of our head. So we can actually, it's like emptying a junk drawer. <laughs> it's like, yes. you can't get the little mothballs out of the back corner unless you empty it out. Once you empty it out, you're like, okay, this is truth. I'm going to keep this. Okay. Why does this thought keep coming back? Why does this feeling keep coming back? It feels like truth. Is it truth? How do I navigate it? But we can't, you get, we're not meant to walk this world alone. I mean, we, we need one another to process these things. Now, that doesn't mean you got to tell the whole world, but one trusted friend can save your life. Literally. <laughs> yes. This is fire. You guys, you're going to need to pause this and go back and listen again. Uh, there's so much goodness <laughs> in all of that. Um, yes. So much truth there. So take notes on that. Um, and I want to, you had brought it in there a little bit during that and something I'd heard from you in one of your other podcast episodes that just struck me to my core and I can't get it out of my mind. Um, you referenced Psalm 32 in there. Um, it says when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. And this is such a powerful statement that when you keep silent, when you're struggling as a mom, like when you have all the things swirling around in your head, whether that's negative thoughts or just like the stress of all all the things you have to get do to do and trying to figure out like how to manage it all. And this whole thing of me time, you're like, what are you even talking about? How do I find time for that? Um, and you, a lot of times will build resentment in your home with your kids or your spouse, because you're not filling your cup. You're always serving. You're always doing, and that's a dangerous place to be like this first thing, my bones wasted away. What? an image. And like, I just feel like that was so in line with how we can be as moms and just like keeping all of this stuff bottled up and it eats away at us and it's not healthy. And that's where this community piece, I just love, um, the power that that can have to like release that. Oh, totally, totally. Amen. And I mean, you stated it so beautifully that that image is, I mean, it's, it's so, it's so beautiful and it's so painful when you think about and we all know there are things within us that we, you know, we're wasting away in certain areas and we are, you know, we're scared to voice it because we feel like if we voice it, it's actually going to give power to it. And then my life's going to be over or, you know, mm -hmm. my marriage is going to be over or someone's going to take my kids away because I have these crazy thoughts. When the reality is once we get it out, we're free. We can actually live healthier. We, we're not as bitter. We're not as reactive to our children, right? So the goal yeah. of life is to be responsive, especially with our kids, right? Like I think every kid needs to wear a t-shirt that says I'm only four, <laughs> right? Or <laughs> even my son, he's 13 years old. The dude can talk circles around me and bury me in certain subjects. He's just brilliant. He's smart. He's creative. He's clever. He's manipulative. He's wonderful, yeah. right? He's a wonderful human being. And he's trying to figure out his strengths and, and all of that. 
And, but I have to literally remind myself, even though the kid's 5'11, he's 13 years old. He only has the mind of a 13 year old. And so when I react, it hurts his little heart. And to see him hurting like a little boy, it just breaks my heart. It's like, okay, Danny, he's 13. I need to respond with respect, right? Biblically, men need respect, women need love. Even our children, little boys need respect, little girls need love, right? And so when I'm more responsive than reactive, oh my gosh. And so, but I'll tell you what, if I don't get that stuff out in my community with my trusted friends or whether it's a therapist or a pastor or a couple of my girlfriends or even my husband, man, I'm exploding on my children. <laughs> and that's no, that's not what I want to be. I don't, I broke that generational junk. I don't want it. And so I want to live in a more healthy place. And we were created. I mean, it's just, that's who God made us to be. I mean, I think one of my favorite quotes ever is by Bob Goff. And he's a phenomenal author. And if you haven't read him, he wrote, wrote a book like Love Does and that sort of thing. But one of his quotes is, um, he thinks that one of God's best ideas next to grace was that he made us need one another. And I couldn't agree more. I mean, I just think we're created to do this life together. And so, yeah, that, that scripture from Psalm 32 always speaks to my heart. And I know the context is when King David was called out by Nathan for having an affair with Bathsheba and, and all of that. But the reality is when he kept silent, his bones wasted away. And some of us were silent about some pretty big issues, like the things that King David and Bathsheba went through or childhood trauma, or, but some of us, it's just little things and they add up, <laughs> they yeah. just add up. Anytime we bury it under the rug, it's just, it's exhausting. Yeah. It's that death by a million cuts. Like it's all those Ooh. little things that chip away at you. And you're like, ah, oh, there's no like big issue in my life. Like I don't have any main things I need to like go dump on a therapist or friend, but no, when you stop and think about it, it's all those tiny little things and they add up to be a mountain. Exactly. And it's a big deal. Well, and just what you said, you're just, we're all such women. Well, it's not as big as someone else's. Like we compare right. like, oh, well, it's not really that big a deal. Why we shame ourselves for the struggle. It's like, hold on. First of all, you're raising human beings, the emotional strength and capacity and bandwidth that that alone takes God bless you. Okay. We're living in a very difficult season, social media, the era of social media and the age of anxiety and gone through COVID and, you know, financially it's, it's like, especially when it's just, it's, it's a hard season. Yeah. I mean, we have running water and electricity, thank God, but it, it's still just a very hard season. So that for us to have compassion on ourselves, like, yeah, I'm struggling for a whole host of reasons. Like, <laughs> the world's on fire. Right. Yes. <laughs> and so to have compassion, you don't need some big trauma to unload. It's literally like, I'm just tired. I'm worried about my kids. I'm worried about them getting picked on at school. They're, you know, they're one has a learning disability. One has a eating disorder, right? Like, and you know, we, all of our kids have different things, right. Of what we're struggling with one, you know, if you have older kids, my kids wayward and, and gone, or maybe you can't have kids. And you're like, I, I didn't get to have kids or I don't have kids, or I wish I had kids or, you know, like we all have those things that we struggle with. So it's like, how do you find those people that you can lock arms with to pray with, to support, to cry with, not to give, you don't need fixers. None of us need a fixer. We, Jesus is our fixer, mm -hmm. you know, and that's part of for us to just, when we're that community for others, there's no pressure. It's like, just be present. Just like, oh my gosh, that stinks. Validate. All we need is validation and a hug. <laughs> and that literally heals 90% of it. Because honestly, it's the Holy Spirit that's going to change us. It's the Holy Spirit that's going to change the situation. Yeah. Rarely do we ever need answers in community. Yeah. And I love that 
point of view. Cause I feel like a lot of times I like to be a fixer too, and to do things, but, um, there is such a key piece of, I've seen recently, um, on social, like, uh, this phrase of just this mindset, like when you talk to someone before, like when they start to do, to speak about things, you kind of pause and go, Hey, would you like me to give you any like ideas or advice to work through this? Or do you just need this time to like vent? And I'm happy to listen. You just like preface the conversation with what you need. And that empowers both people to be their best for each other. And I'm like, this is so smart. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I love, love that. simple, practical tips that just like change our lives. Cause I think it, it always is little simple things. And this just thought to like preface conversations. So I just encourage you get the boldness to go into community, find those people. And if you, if you don't want advice, you just put it out there like, Hey, I just, I'm not looking for advice right now. I just need to offload this and just like vent and maybe know that I'm not alone. If you, if you understand or not. And like, that is such a powerful tool. And just like to feel like a safe space to go into a conversation. It's so true. It's so true. And, you know, you bring up a valid point because there's been times where I've tried to make space with people. Right. And I've tried to share, but then they try to fix me. And then it just makes me, it gives me a bad taste in my mouth. Right. Where like, oh man, see, whenever I share, they try to fix me or they try to, I don't want that advice. Like I've already, I just need to share. And so it's brilliant to actually preface it when you're going into those relationships Hey, I just need to share. Can you just pray for me? Literally hold space for this. And actually, could you forget about the conversation and never ask me about it again, even right? (laughs) Like that's even fair too. It's like just it's what we need to get through the moment so we can like just sit with our kids and read a book and be present in the moment and cherish the time and be present when our husbands come home and you know, and not be bitter and resentful. And we don't need to live with that bitterness and resentment. It's just it's it's like a curse that can go away, (laughs) right? Yeah this isn't how mom life has to be. And I think there's so many lies that are out there of what it looks like to be a mom and just like, Oh, this is, I'm not going to shower for like days. Like (laughs) you don't have to buy into all the things you hear. Like I chose when I became a mom, I was like, no, that that's a priority to me. I'm, I'm getting my shower. And I did (laughs) like, I made that a priority, but there might be other things that fall to the side, Totally. but you just like choose what's important and you need to choose yourself. It's not selfish to give yourself some priority and give yourself some time and be like, I've really like talking to your husband or whatever. Like, I really need some time. Like I, I just really need to go have a conversation with a friend just to like regroup and reset so that I can be a better wife and mom. Like when you don't have all the things swirling in your head, you can release it out. And there's just something so freeing about that that you don't know you can get if you're staying in this bottled up mentality without. No, community. totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we all have like, here, here's my one thing as a mom with older kids. Now I give any young mom, any mom, I don't care if your kids are 30. I give you permission to like, take yourself off the hook for a moment. You are not in charge of their breathing routine. Like they're going to live. You can take an hour. Okay. You can, if they're little, you can even put them in front of a screen. I know it sounds horrible, right? But okay. <laughs> I can't tell you little bear, that cute little show when we had a colicky son, my son, Zach is incredible young man, very, in, um, 
very sensitive and very in touch and very wise. Well, he was colicky when he was little, but I'll never forget just to survive my daughter, Kenzie, she watched little bear for like hours a day. And I'll tell you what, the kid's brilliant. <laughs> she didn't, right. there was no harm. Cause she watched little bear for hours when her brother was struggling, you know, it's like, yeah. and I, I'm not, you know, advocating a ton of screen time, but what I'm saying, it, it takes what it takes and it's better that than their mom have a meltdown or end up in rehab because she wasn't, she didn't make space for herself to be able to deal with even the little resentments that add up. Right. All these false expectations that we have bought into that we have to do and we have to perform at this level when it's your life and your family and you get to figure out what works for you and your schedule. And that's the only way you're going to find happiness when you customize it to you and your family. Totally. Totally. And not to play the comparison game, right? Like going on Pinterest and well, my kids' meals don't look like that. Well, my house doesn't look, it's like, okay, that's only going to, you know, pile on the shame and the resentment and, and all of that. So it's like, be very careful too. Like we need to, you know, they talk about boundaries and margin. Well, sometimes the hardest boundary to put up is one on ourselves. Like I have to put boundaries on myself, not to go on social media. Cause I, I just, I struggle with all the political stuff and it just makes me angry. It's like, well, I don't need something that I don't need to be angry about that right now. <laughs> like yeah. I'd like to hold my peace, you know, yes. kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, there's just so much, so much there. Like, I just hope you take this whole episode as one giant permission card as Danny had um, referenced, like just release all of the burden, all of the false expectations. Like it's okay to open up and share any little thing or big thing and just be confident enough that this is your motherhood journey and it's okay, whatever step you're on, even if your friends are on different paths and like, don't buy into the comparison game. That's what's working for them. Or it may not be working. They may be like wasting away inside and just haven't told you. So don't buy into even what your friends are saying. You don't know their heart and what's going on behind closed doors. Oh, 100%. I mean, we just never know in social media. Don't, don't, don't live and die or build a life based on other people's social media stuff. And definitely don't build a self-esteem based on it because you're right. You're Julie, you just said it all. I mean, 100%. Yeah. This is, um, the value of community and opening up and sharing and just being real. Like, can we, I love to just be real. And I'm that first one, like you were talking about earlier, as soon as someone kind of opens, takes off the bandaid and goes real. Like I'm always that person. You're always getting real. I'm going to love you for real. I'm going to share what I'm struggling with, whatever. It's just so much easier to be like, this is, this is it. This is real, real life. We're all on a journey and it's okay. Like it is yourself and others. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And just letting the Holy spirit guide and just to pray into God, help me see when I'm getting caught up in comparison or help me see when resentment is building, like help me see when I need community, when I need to have conversation that things are off, things are building, like just praying into God, show me and help me have the courage to reach out and bring people into my life that I can talk with. Amen. Yeah. Let him do it. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like we've gone through so much awesome. Like you guys need to re re listen. Um, but as we wrap up on just this whole concept of 
me time is more than just you, that it is community and being vulnerable and inviting other people in and not holding things in and letting that poison you. Um, yeah, just moving out of that, all the false expectations, all the things, (laughs) um, I just pray this blesses you guys. And Danny, I want to give you an opportunity. If there's anything else we haven't talked about that you want to share, you can certainly bring up now. Um, and if not, just give us a little, um, recap again of just kind of your, your podcast. Tell us what, um, what lights you up and yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. First of all, for having me on. Um, I think the biggest thing that I want to leave you guys with is if you're struggling, there's no shame in it. You're not doing anything wrong because you're struggling Mm -hmm. or you're miserable or you're um, doubting things in your life or or any of that. I really encourage you to, to find a support system. One or two good friends is phenomenal. If you're struggling with deeper things, man, get a support system, like a, some sort of group, like a recovery group. If it's an, if it's something like that, I mean, find something, if you're going through a divorce, get a divorce recovery group, like be in community with people that are going through similar things. That's why mom's groups are really good and, and all of that. And you can find one or two great friends in there that you can be open with. But I think more than anything is just, you have permission to like, take care of yourself. (laughs) Absolutely. That it's like when the planes are crashing, right. They say it all the time, make sure you put the mask on yourself for the oxygen and then put the oxygen on someone else. Cause you're no help to anyone unless you have oxygen. And unless you are alive and well and healthy and whole, then you can pour out the healthy and wholeness to the ones you love the most, your kids and your husband and, and all of that. And so, and you deserve to have joy and peace and happiness and grace. And that's, I believe that's what Jesus has for all of us. And there is a solution. And so, so anyways, I just wanted to empower you with that, but yeah, my podcast, a holy mess, it's still a work in progress. I mean, we talk about addiction. I've been 12 years sober from my addiction issues. We talk about trauma and drama and um, recovery, and we laugh a lot. We have a ton of guests on and, um, you know, all of that. So my hope and help, my hope is to help humanity um, who is walking with Jesus, just kind of heal from different traumas, even church trauma and just all of that, just to experience God's love and his grace. Because I think it's, it's so important for us as believers, especially to experience that love and grace. And um, it's there for us. So Anyways. Amen to that. Yes. Yeah. More of God's love and grace and peace. Amen. Um, Amen. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. I appreciate your time. This has been such a gift and a blessing and just eye opening to expand our idea of me time. So thank you, you are so much. So, so welcome. Thanks for the work you're doing, Julie. It's so important. It's beautiful. Thank you. All right. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I pray this episode gave you new insights and encouragement. Now there's no like button on podcasts, so it means literally everything if you scroll down and take a moment to leave a review. And don't forget to bless your fellow moms and friends with these takeaways by sharing on social and of course tag me so I can see what's helping you. And as always, check the show notes for any helpful resources that I mention. All right, go check some boxes.